BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome back to Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. I'm your host, Lee Phelan, and today we're going to talk about static electricity. It's that time of year when some of us develop a dread of touching doorknobs. The cooler months of fall and winter seem to bring an increase to the annoying little shocks that we sometimes feel when touching metal objects. But why do these little demons of pain seem to affect us only in the cooler months? Let's take a look at the science behind these shocks to find out why. First, I want to thank Lynda.com for sponsoring this week's podcast. Lynda.com is a leading online learning company that helps you learn software, business, and creative skills to achieve personal and professional goals. You can find out why subscribers worldwide rely on it to learn anytime, anywhere, and at their own pace using top-quality video tutorials. Try it free for seven days. Just visit Lynda.com slash everyday for your free trial. It's completely risk-free, and you get unlimited access for seven days, and you can cancel at any time if not completely satisfied. You can even learn on the go with lynda.com's optimized mobile site or with their iPhone and iPad apps. That's lynda.com slash everyday. Every time you take a step, the bottom of your shoe forms a series of chemical and mechanical bonds with the surface of whatever you're stepping on. As you might remember from my episode on atomic bonds, electrons tend to move around in an attempt to satisfy the needs of greedy atoms. This means that when your shoe forms a temporary bond with the floor, some electrons are transferred between the two. When you lift up your shoe to take another step, some of those extra electrons it picked up remain behind, giving it an electric charge. Because your shoe is an insulator, this electrical charge doesn't have anywhere to go. That's why it's called static electricity. It just hangs out on your shoe, getting stronger with every passing step. Eventually you might decide that you've had enough of this shuffling around on the carpet business and decide to go outside. As you reach for the doorknob, the electrical charge that is built up around your body sees its chance to escape. Remember that an electrical charge represents an imbalance of electrons. Those extra electrons know that they aren't wanted, and so when you touch a conductive surface such as a metal doorknob, they leave in a hurry. Unfortunately for you, the way that they leave is via an electrostatic discharge, often of several thousand volts. This creates a rather painful shock and can even damage sensitive electronic devices. That's why computer technicians often wear anti-static wristbands that help get rid of extra electrons before they can build up a charge strong enough to cause any damage to their gadgets. Of course, things other than your shoes and the carpet can cause static electricity. You've probably seen experiments where combs are rubbed with wool socks, or the slightly less popular experiments where cats are rubbed with balloons. Both of these experiments seem to generate static electricity through friction, but it isn't the friction that causes the buildup of static electricity. It's the rapid formation and breaking of mechanical and chemical bonds between the two surfaces. Now you might be wondering in the cat example, is it the hapless cat or the balloon that is getting the extra electrons? In this case, it's the balloon that picks up the extra electrons. You can determine that by looking at their relative placement on the triboelectric series. If you take a group of materials such as balloons, shoes, cat hairs, etc., 
and put them in order by their likelihood to either gain or give up electrons during contact with one another, you have created a triboelectric series. If you take any item on that list and rub it against the second item lower down on the list, the second item will gain electrons from the first item. However, if you rub the first item against something higher up on the list, the first item will gain electrons. It's important to note, however, that a static charge builds up on both items. The items that gain electrons has a negative static charge, while the one that loses electrons has a positive static charge. So now that you understand how static electricity forms and the painful way it tends to dissipate, we can turn our attention to the fact that this tends to occur more often in the winter months. Is it the static electricity has something against the holiday season? Nothing so sinister. The problem is that in the winter, the air is typically less humid. Remember, we said that the static charge builds up on your shoes, balloons, or your cat because these items are insulators, so that means the extra electrons don't have anywhere else to go. In warmer weather, the air is more humid. The water in the air acts as a conductor and transfers the excess electrons away from the charged objects before they can build up enough of a static charge to cause a shock. That's why you tend not to get shocked in the warmer months or very humid conditions. As a fun experiment, go into your bathroom on a cold, dry winter day and rub your hair for a few seconds with a balloon and notice how the static charge affects your hairdo. Now, turn on the shower and set the temperature high enough so that it generates a lot of steam. Wait a minute or two until the bathroom is really steamy, and then try again. The excess moisture created by the hot shower should prevent the static charge from building up enough to affect your hair. Once again, I want to thank our sponsor, Lynda.com. With Lynda.com, you can learn software, business, and creative skills to achieve personal and professional goals. And you can try Lynda.com free for seven days by visiting Lynda.com slash everyday. That's all the shocking facts we have time for today. If you have more questions about this episode or ideas for a future episode, send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com or send me a message on the Everyday Einstein Facebook page. Meanwhile, if you're confused about whether the effects of electricity affect you or if the effects of electricity affect you, you might want to pick up a copy of Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing. It's a great book and makes a great stocking stuffer for your grammatically challenged loved ones. Until next time, I'm Lee Phelan with Everyday Einstein's quick and dirty tips for making sense of science. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.